Alrighty, everyone, welcome to Imani's Corner. This is the very first episode of the podcast. So if you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. It really, really means the world to me. Um, before I get started with my like first topic, I wanted to just explain what this... Well, I want it to be a brand. So what this brand is about. So Imani's Corner is an Instagram page that I started like literally maybe two weeks ago, right? And I had the idea after watching a YouTube video of a man, a black man who was just upset about the whole Gucci blackface inspired sweater situation. And I got to thinking and I said, you know, every time a brand or an individual does something like this, Black people turn to social media to voice our anger, our frustrations, our concerns, and in turn, that person or that brand is really just getting free marketing. So at this point, what I've kind of figured out, or maybe maybe I haven't figured it out, maybe I've always known this and now I'm just kind of realizing it, is that these brands are just getting free marketing from our frustrations and from our angers. So instead of continuing to market for them, I decided to use my voice and my anger and turn it into something beautiful, right? So what I wanted to do was use my voice and highlight different Black-owned businesses, different individual Black individuals that are doing great things for their city, different Black-owned companies, just to take that frustration and put it into financially supporting my own community. So last night, I actually completed or posted my first YouTube video. And I talked about the brand Bombed Aesthetics. Y'all, let me tell you, that brand is phenomenal. It is amazing. You need to check it out. Their Instagram is literally Bombed Aesthetics. B-O-M-B-D Aesthetics. Black-owned brand. It's a family-owned brand. They started because their daughters had really sensitive skin. And even after trying different things, their skin was still reacting. And so you know what? like a lot of black people do, they decided to do it themselves. And it's turned into a really, really successful and lucrative business for them. And so I wanted to use this page for that exact reason, to take my you know energy and my craziness and my creativity and turn it into something where you can go to one particular place and see, okay, this is a black owned brand. Oh, they sell soaps? Okay, cool, I can buy soap. Or they sell toothbrushes, or toothpaste, or deodorant, or body wash, or pancake powder. What is it, pancake pancake batter, that's what it's called. Um, so wait, no, it's pancake mix, that's awkward. Pancake mix, applesauce, potato chips, laundry detergent. There are so many different things that we as a community own that we just don't know about. And so I wanted to use my, even though it's not a big platform, I wanted to use my platform to get the, like bring awareness, to get people kind of excited about these things. So yeah, that is what, <laughs> that is what this little brand is for. And today's topic is actually something really simple, nothing too crazy, just something to think about until I have my first guest on. But as um, a black person, I think sometimes we get complacent 
and you know what I'll say this I'm gonna speak for myself that's what I'll do and if you have feelings or opinions about this please by all means reach out to me on Instagram um, message me comment on something it's Imani's corner I M A N I S C O R N E R on Instagram but I think that sometimes I get complacent and I feel like I'm just satisfied with the brands that don't put nooses on a hoodie or the brands that don't imply blackface with their sweaters or the brands that don't put a little black boy in a monkey shirt or honestly I could go on and on because those are just the most recent ones that I can think of but I know that there are so many other instances in which a brand has done something that the black community has felt offended by and I think sometimes I get complacent with the brands that simply aren't racist like publicly racist you know because I'm sure some of these brands that we frequent I'm sure somebody high up in there is racist and is probably frustrated that you know we wear their name but they're not gonna cut into their profits they're not gonna say anything so like my favorite store I'll say this with no shame is Express I love Express I worked there a couple years ago I fell in love with the quality of the clothes Express in my opinion, has always had a really wide range of diverse models from the darkest of dark men and women to really pale people from really kinky hair to like 4C to like, you know, 3A and B. So I, I personally always felt like they were diverse. They didn't offend the black community. They were really cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then it dawned on me. Well, recently it dawned on me, I'll say that. I literally spend so much money there, right? And there are black owned brands that make great quality clothes, make great basics that I could find at Express. Black owned brands really do the exact same thing. And I'm taking my, let me think, how much did I spend the last time I shopped there? I think, let me see, I had an $80 coupon and I think my total after the coupon was like 140 bucks, right? So imagine if I took that 140 bucks and went over to a black owned brand and put that money into them. Imagine what would happen if every month when I, you know, get my little express credit card bill and I see how much I've spent. Imagine if I put that same energy into supporting a black owned brand, you know, like that. That's really what I want people to think about. Are you complacent right now? Because it's very, very possible that you are. It's very possible that you're kind of satisfied with the brands that aren't being offensive. And that's fine. That is completely fine, you know? It's not like, you know, you're caping for them so hard that you're opposed to supporting the black-owned brand. But just think about how awesome it would be if the, let me say like the 50 bucks you spend at Target, you spend with... HGC apparel or you spend with Cosimos or you spend with insert any other black owned clothing brand here right so for me what I'm gonna challenge myself to do I'm literally gonna go and look back at my old Express um, 
was it my credit card transactions? Not my transactions, I'm sorry, my old credit card statements. And I'm gonna see how much money I've spent there. And I'm gonna be transparent and I'm gonna try each month to put that same energy, that same amount of money into a black owned brand. Literally almost every single thing in my closet right now is from Express. My friends laugh at me because I love the store so much, but I, I look at these different black owned brands and I'm like, wow, that's so cute. Maybe I should buy it. Girl, yeah, you should buy it. So that's my kind of my challenge and my question to y'all. Like, do you feel complacent? One, and if you do, what can you do about it? If you can do something tangible like I'm gonna do, definitely do it. Let me know, tag me in it. Let's make this a challenge or something, but let's put our money back into our community in a tangible, tangible way. Because by, just let's, let's just think about it like this, right? The brand Cosimos, I believe it's a Houston-based brand. The clothes are so, so cute. And her marketing, is phenomenal her Instagram page cracks me up every time she does a video because she comes out with like this different skit every time it's great I love it but imagine if the same amount of money that we all put into our typical favorite clothing brand the same amount of money we put into that brand each month imagine if we all put that money into her brand and now she's able to expand and now she's able to hire a couple other people and now she's able to open up stores in different cities and now because we as a community have decided to support her she can now expand and hire other people and maybe she could even do a franchise you know like we have to think big when it comes to our community my godmom and I talked about this uh, I want to say like two or three weekends ago and as a community we already have a setback, right? Some of us are two to three generations removed from slavery. So that first generation, if they went to school, like that was a phenomenal accomplishment. But most of our ancestors that were, you know, born into slavery and were freed in their lifetime, most of them did not go to school. If anything, it was their children. But sometimes that wasn't even a thing. So there are some people that are my age that are 24 that because of the way that their family dynamic was set up, they are first time college students. So just imagine those people that are already feeling like, you know, I have so much to accomplish. Just imagine that one of those people is somebody that owns this business. Like they've worked their way up, they've, they own this business. Just imagine how much more supported they would feel if people that looked like them put money into them. You know, we don't have the same generational wealth that white Americans typically have. We don't have the same systemic opportunities. We don't have the same privileges. And you know what? We haven't had them for our time in this country, but we have pushed through and we've accomplished things despite that. But now I think that instead of trying to accomplish things through, how do I wanna word this? Um, I think instead of trying to accomplish things through the lens of white America to be seen as accomplished in their eyes, why don't we try to be accomplished in our own eyes? You know, we, I, one of my favorite things about Twitter is if a black person tweets like, yo, I just got into my grad program, or I just got into nursing school or my medical school, my top one medical school, 
So many people are there to support them and cheer them on. And what if we did that, but financially, you know? So I kind of rambled a little bit, but it's just because it's something that I'm really excited about and really passionate about. And I hope that you just think about it. Think about what would happen if we really, really, really put our money into our community like we used to do. So this was my first podcast. Nothing too long. I just wanted to kind of give y'all a taste of how my crazy mind works. And I will be having a guest soon. The young man that I mentioned that has the uh, motion comic is called Therians. I'm going to, oh my God, let me tell you, that comic was amazing. Oh my gosh. His name is at the ghetto nerd on Instagram. Definitely go check him out. Let him know that I sent you there. He's doing a Kickstarter right now to put together the second part of this motion comic. If you have some extra dollars, please donate to him. He is, I believe, $2,000 away from his goal. So, hey, if like, what? Let's do some calculations. What is that? If like 20 people donated? No, you know what, guys? I'm not even about to hold myself. I'm not even good at maps. I'm not even about to do that to myself. But if a whole bunch of people donated like $10, we could get there. We can get there easily. No big deal. So, um, like I said, his name is at the ghetto nerd on Instagram. Check him out. Go to his pay his website. I believe it's at thegetonerd.com and I believe there you can purchase the comic. Please do. It is amazing. It's the story of um, like this ancient race that is, you know, I'm not even going to spoil it. Just know that it's fire. It's amazing. And just go ahead and support him. He's a black guy that's doing it big here in Detroit and really cares about the city. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye, good night, whatever time it is where you are. Have a really awesome day or night. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.